Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I am D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America, right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right is my wonderful co-host, the actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie, and a very good day to you here on the last weekend of July. Philip, how is everything going out in La La Land? Well, La La Land is La La-ing, as it usually does. Uh, we're having uh, midsummer temperatures, which are nice. Uh, even even us down by the coast, we're at, uh, uh, this past week we were up around 82, 83, which was lovely. But, mm. you know, I saw something. I, I'm, it's beautiful here. Summer is just uh, just exploding all over. So there's not much to say about that. But I did hear something funny. If you, our listeners remember a few weeks ago, I talked about... Um, you know, that the world is burning up, according to the left and the media, especially this summer, because it's summer and the world is burning up. And I said, well, you know, it's 128 degrees in, in Death Valley. And yeah, it's the desert in summertime. So, well, the head of the UN, the head of the UN, I don't even know his name because I don't care to know it, came and gave a speech on, on video and talked about the war. This is the word he used. It's that climate change is getting so bad, we are not just heating up. The world is, quote, boiling. Okay. Unquote, boiling. Now, and they said Europe was 90 degrees or 100 degrees. Okay, yeah. fine. Well, I have friends and, and acting students who live in the UK and in Ireland, and it's freezing there. So, you know, it's all just part of a piece. But I didn't know we were boiling. And, uh, you know, I was sitting out having a martini the other day, and I said, well, I feel good. Is this what boiling is? I don't know. You know. <laughs> well, and, and and of course, the truth of the matter is, in the southern uh, regions of the country, and I mean, even I couldn't believe it was uh, what was it, one hundred and five, I think, in Minneapolis the other day. So it it has been a bizarre summer, but we should have been dead uh, a few years ago, according to some of the. Accord- yeah, that's <laughs> right. According to Al Gore and according to uh, yeah. Greta Thunberg, you know, her 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 date passed about a couple of months. Ago, yeah, no, uh, no. That, that we were all getting. And I said, I woke up one morning and I said, "Oh, Greta, I'm so sorry. You're wrong." Uh, <laughs> yeah, so 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 often the uh, 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 prophets of science remind me of the uh, you know crazy guy on on the street corner. You know, the end times are coming. Jesus is coming soon. Oh, they, yes, they used to carry like a billboard. The end oh, is near. Yeah, right? yeah <laughs> exactly. And 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 look, folks, we we are all concerned. And my my wife and I, we do our recycling and uh i decided years ago smoke was not good in the air nor in my lungs but uh the bottom line is uh well let's uh quote the scripture again and in response to some of the uh scientific prophets and in response to the armageddon prophets no man knoweth the hour <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is true. Well, you know, I was thinking this morning, I'm uh, moving on to the great state of California. Yes. This morning, you know what California, California used to be, and I've, I've alluded to this before. Yeah. California has always been uh, the place that people came to uh, to restart their lives for a new beginning oh, yeah. uh, because it provided hope. 
uh, and a, a new start. And it was adventure, you know, leaving the East or the Midwest and coming, coming sure. West be, because it, it, it was the land of opportunity, truly yeah. was, and even was when I came here in 1975. Abs it was still absolutely. beautiful and everything. Yeah. Well, not only has, uh, you know, we've talked about uh, Gavin Newsom and the uh, and the single party uh, radical leftists that are driving people from the uh, uh, from the state. Hundreds of thousands of people have yeah, left the state yeah, and will course. continue to leave. Well, this is this is an example. Uh, this is another example, just to put the, sort of another pin in the uh, in the map of California and how uh, how uh, the kind of road we're going down. Um, the new California has just approved a new radical K through twelve, K through twelve math standards right. that are basically uh, a vehicle for Marxist ideology. What they do is is uh, the, uh, the the stated goal in equity in math. Now, what equity in math is, I have no idea. Does that mean two plus two equals racism and three times three equals oppression? I I, I have no idea what they mean, right, but they're right. going to do it anyway. They will find uh, uh, um, um, ideology in anything. That, but the framework notes that black, Latinx, there we go again, indigenous and women and poor students have been underrepresented in the curriculum of math throughout history. Now, I'm thinking of somebody who doesn't even know how to read, but they have some coins in their hand. And they can figure out how many coins they have. You know, so math is not, uh, you know, uh, obviously there are difficult math, you know, trigonometry, et cetera. No, no, basic but, math, but how, basic but math. How, yes, yes, two plus two. But what it, what it has come down to now, uh, in, in 2019, Constantinos Xenophotos, whoever he is, wrote a book called Equity in Mathematics Education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, the, and, and he contends that teachers should discuss controversial topics and allow social issues to drive instruction, unquote, in math. Yeah. To teach social justice and equity successfully, teachers must be activists themselves. Mm. So we're not teaching math anymore. Uh, but they, 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 the, the, the transition as early as transitional kindergarten by exploring students' lives and histories and designing and implementing curricula that centers contributions that historically marginalized people have to have made to mathematics. I, I, this is gobbledygook yeah. of the of, of of the utmost, and they don't they don't want to teach kids two and two and four. They want to have the kids write opinion pieces or explanatory test uh, text to explain the oppressed and the oppressor. Now, what this made me think of, aside from the fact that it's almost funny in its insanity, but it also tells me that one of the things, and we've we've hit on this before. Uh, Bill Ayers, the radical from uh, from the '60s, he was the one uh, one of the people who said the the place to start is in education, in the educational system, and and this seems to be what's happening uh, that I've noticed. And the reason this uh, particular article struck me is to to take something that is actually numbers and adding and subtracting and just changing it into another ideological brainwashing, is that is that Marxist, you know, somebody, some radical writes some book that posits a theory. You know, it can be 
absolutely ridiculous. And yet the people in academia who are mostly Marxist themselves, they pick it up and run with it and it becomes the reality. Right. And it stays within the, 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 the academic world and then, and, and, then, and then like a disease, it creeps out and becomes part of the culture while the rest of the world is going to work and paying their taxes and everything. And they, you know what I mean? They're living oh, yeah. their yeah. lives and not realizing that they have, that the subterfuge and, the, and it has, 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 has occurred. Yeah. So, so yeah. you know, they, they, this insular world of the <sighs> academes uh, creeps out into the real world. So that's why I thought I would uh, want to talk about yet another thing of how California has gone from the place people want to be to the place people want to get the hell out of. Seriously, you, you, you wonder what redemption is in store for California uh, yeah. and if it's even possible. Uh, has the... Uh, uh, you know the 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 river called zealotry just completely not only flooded your uh, state house the legislature etc cetera, etc cetera, but just this kind of thinking again a reason so many people are sending their precious children to um private schools and uh special schools religious schools etc cetera, etc cetera. you know it just is uh uh, going to continue and by the and, and those are the ones who go to private schools, charter schools, religious schools, whatever the ones that continue to uh, uh, that that continue to focus on what education is about: learning how to read, learning how to think, learning how to add two and two. And 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 these are the people who are going to who are really going to get ahead, as well, opposed to someone who you know. It, 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 one of the things they were saying: California ranks next to last in education in yeah. the in the country. Yeah, yeah, so it, if you're yeah. going to take sixth graders and not even teach them math, but just uh, you know fill them full full of ideology. What's going to? They are going to fall behind and not be able to make it in life unless there's a, unless there's a, a you know, a, a, um, you know, a, a, you know, an equity litmus test an equity litmus test, yes, step to step to yes, you know, and we and, you know, and we just give you because employment. you deserve it, not because uh, you've earned it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. exactly. Preference uh, is what the word yeah. I'm looking at. Preference, yeah, 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 yes. exactly. Well, uh, it it uh, is craziness out there, and it seems to be craziness all over. It's it's been a wild week, Philip. Uh, yeah, I won't go into too many highlights. I was delighted, by the way, to see that Anheuser Busch uh, announced that it will be slashing two percent of its employees, and I uh, say that with all respect to those employees, but I say it in relationship to the 400, uh, and apparently they weren't secondary workers. Uh, many of them were executives. Uh, so the uh, Dylan Mulvaney uh, 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 reputation, uh, he, he's living up to his moniker as an influencer. <laughs> uh, you know, unfortunately, yeah. it's in just the opposite way for Anheuser Bush. And uh, oh, you saw, by the way, he's going to begin apparently a collegiate uh, university speaking tour at forty thousand dollars a pop. Can you imagine? 
what is he going to talk about? The thrill. <laughs> now, whenever this started a few months ago, but you know, before he did the ad, he he had done this thing. You know, uh, uh, you know, how eight months a girl, uh, ten months a girl, a year a girl. Yep. Is he going to yep. stand up there and 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 talk to women, not only men but women, and talk about the joys of being a girl? A man talk about the joys of being a girl. Can well, you say Miss Universe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, exactly. Uh, you may not realize this, but apparently P.T. Barnum III is now his agent. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, no. No, I like that. I like that anyway. Well, I mean, hey, it's wait, wait. It. Didn't P.T. Barnum say a sucker is born every minute? Well, I <laughs> just, be I just became one of those suckers. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, the guy. Wake up, I'm, Phil. <laughs> I'm, yeah, no, I'm talking about Dylan Mulvane. He's such yes. a poser. He belongs in a P.T. Barnum sideshow in reality. God bless him. But we know Philip. The real story dominating this entire week uh, has been the uh, indeed Hunter, 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 and more Hunter Biden as his sweetheart deal with the DOJ blew up in a Delaware courtroom uh, here just this middle of the week. And I got so much, by the way, for those words. You remember uh, from that old song, Philip? Let me call you sweetheart, I'm oh, yeah. in love with you. Let me hear you whisper that you love me. There won't be any be whispering from the DOJ. It's all out in front. And the sweetheart deal has been derailed. And uh, thanks to a very conscientious judge, by the way. But what's I know of interest to you, Philip, and I think it's going to be of interest to our listeners, is really how the press and the Dems have just they they they've just dug in deeper and deeper with denial upon denial uh, regarding the whole the whole Joe Biden uh, and Hunter Biden story. Recap us on uh, a little bit of it, Philip, and and what what your take, uh, which is always fascinating, on it. Well, what what it, there's a a, a great uh, study in contrast that has uh, occurred this past week, and I'm mostly f uh, focusing on the media, as you indicated, yeah. and the Democratic Party too. But it's one and the same, is that the the the, the media gets uh, gets a, a, a narrative, whichever it is, and they hold on to it like a junkyard dog. At, on one end is. If Donald Trump spits on the street, three more indictments, you know, that they are going to get this guy, whether it's in Mar-a-Lago in New York or in Atlanta, they're going to get this guy and they are not going to let go of it. And if you try and, and if you try and get that bone away from this junkyard dog, you will be attacked. Now, on the other hand, mm -hmm. the media's obsessive ignoring and denying of the reality of what is happening in the uh, uh, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is the th this has to be one of the worst uh, political scandals in the history of this Period. country. And Period. they are exactly, and they are ignoring it now. Now, something interesting happened this week. They're ignoring it, I think, to their own peril. 
not that they're going to go away, but they, they are going to have to make, they're going to have to figure out how to handle this. And I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley, who I'm sure many of our listeners are uh, uh, very uh, familiar with. A he, Democrat, he sta- by the way. A Democrat, yes. He stated uh, that this week that, there's a, that in the media there's a panic setting in in the media over the developments of the family, the Biden family, because the developments shine a light on, as Turley says, quote, one of the most significant corruption scandals in modern history, that the media is playing a role in suppressing. Hmm. Now, here's where the problem comes, he says. He says, the panic is setting and they all want to move on. And this is pretty funny. Speaking of moving on, last Sunday on Face the Nation, I think her name was Margaret Brennan, was, is the host or whatever of that show. Yeah. Yeah. And she has Chris Christie, who I have no, no love for, but he's a, a rhino and he loves to... Uh, He's running for president, but loves to go on the CNN and MSNBC. He loves to uh, curry favor with all of them. She said to him last Sunday about this, about the uh, uh, this scandal. Uh, she said, "You know, because he's going to." This was before the deal that you were just talking about yeah, in front of yeah. this judge fell apart. Yeah. She's just saying he's going to. He's going it, to. It's a couple of misdemeanors. It's this. It's it's nothing. And then she said to him on TV, I was wondering after this plea happens, if you would advise your party to move on. And Christie, to his credit, said, mm-hmm. no, no, of course not. And then he started listing off why it shouldn't be. So on a major network show to come in, just move on, meaning forget it. Yeah, if yeah. you forget it, we, the media, will forget it. And as we've talked about before, it won't exist. You know, so, and, and the problem now, it's creeping into, it's creeping into the, the, the hearings that, that, that happened with the two whistleblowers a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and uh, their, their, their allegations were incredibly specific. And, 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 and the more they spoke, it was, it was uh, you know, that Biden is involved up to his ears. You know, this is his scandal. It, his son is just, his son is just a, uh, you know, uh, his bag man, basically. But the problem that started happening is the, 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 in the committees, the committees, uh, uh, the, uh, the Democratic members of the committee Usually, they never asked. They avoided almost totally specific questions to pose to put to these uh, to, to these whistleblowers. So all they did was was you know just try and destroy them. Uh, but but never. So they are they are panicking too because they have nothing to fight against. You know and 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 uh, and and. and, and and included in that, if it happens this week, it's supposed to happen on Monday, but he, he might uh, bail on this as one of uh, Hunter mm-hmm. Biden's former business partners, Devin Archer, who has, who has been co- uh, convicted of crimes and is going to go to jail. I forget off the top of my head what, what the crimes are. But I've he got is, it for he, you in just a minute. Okay, yeah. okay good. He yeah. is supposed to uh, uh, testify uh, in front of the House on Monday, which if he does, if he does show up, Will will add even more fuel to the fire of 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 um, 
of the panic that is setting in, uh, not only in the Biden family, believe me, what happened at that uh, uh, in court the other day, um, you know this panicked Hunter Biden and his whole team, which we can get to that for a second, but there is a panic setting in, and I'm curious as to how it's going to play out within that, uh, with, within that uh, structure, the, 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 the Democrats and the media. Yeah. You know, call it, call it whatever you want to. Call it, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the old thing, denial is not just a river. Call it cognitive dissonance, the, a disassociation of some sort. It is absolutely remarkable to watch the Democrats to watch so much of the press simply put their head in the sand and 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 pretend as if nothing is going on. Philip, let me just interject this. I'm reminded of the fact that we have gone through two impeachments with Donald Trump. The first one was on a charge of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. And people like Alan Dershowitz and others pointed out it didn't even reach the bar of, you know, high crimes and misdemeanors. The second one was the 2021 impeachment on a charge of incitement of insurrection, which also didn't hold water in reality. Now we have so much to begin with prima facie evidence against Joe Biden, and not just from our two whistleblowers, but indeed Mr. Mr. Uh, 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 Devin Archer is going to come in, and he's possibly going to really lay out in detail that the president, in spite of his denial after denial after denial, I know nothing about my son's business affairs. I never have discussed with my son my business affairs. He's going to lay out the fact that perhaps as many as two dozen times the president was on the line, in essence, helping to seal the deal. And guess what? There's a name for it, and I want to get into it later, but I don't want to hold you up any longer. It's called bribery. And that is an impeachable offense. Not only is it bribery, I was reading the other day uh, that, uh, uh, oh, please help me again, the uh, the congressman who is heading the committee... Um, Oh, good grief. I'm From sorry. Kentucky. Uh, 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 Comer. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Comer, Comer, Comer. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he said something the other day interesting. Before he was a congressman, he, he was in banking and he sat on the board of many banks. And one of the reasons that they're coming up with so many, not only theories, but, but, but um, uh, you know, one thing leading to the next connectivity of, 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 shell companies that they could take money to launder it and put it into this company and that company before it gets to Joe Biden's uh, brother or someone or Joe Biden himself, you know, and he was saying that, uh, uh, you know, in in, in so many things of what has been happening uh, that that they're coming out with and will come out with more and more. He and Chuck Grassley, who's a very honest guy, senator from Iowa, um, is that 
if you have, if, if you're an investigator in banking and you see one big red flag, yeah. you're going to have a problem. You are going to have a problem getting an account anyplace else. Yeah. Two, are, are, you're done for. They have so many of these that that have been overlooked. That have been that have been uh, that you know you, you you give them a pass. You know if you're important and influential, you give them a pass. And so so th- you're right. The evidence the evidence is building and building. And then you take the media who denies everything. Let's just move on. Well, let me, let, let's 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 go to. Um, Let's go to what happened in court this week. Uh, there's an interesting article by uh, Andrew McCarthy, who was a former prosecutor. Yeah, um, brilliant mind. Yeah. He said, uh, usually, if you try, <laughs> this is quoting him, if yeah. usually, usually if you try to pull off a corrupt deal, uh, one that actually is, uh, is actually political theater, you better make sure the judge is in on the deal. And he says, when it came to that little detail, the Biden administration dropped the ball. Judge Mary Ellen Norica instead did her job. And she, the, the, the sweetheart deal blew up in federal court last week. And it, this, is, this is, you know, I, I needed to read this for myself and maybe for our listeners too. Yeah. In, every, in every normal criminal case, in every legitimate investigation, mm-hmm. you have adversarial parties. The defense looking out for the accused's interest, and critically, critically, the Justice Department looking out for the public interest. That means government attorneys are a very aggressive in prosecuting lawmakers. And, and essentially what, 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 what a plea deal is, is a contract. The, the prosecution says, this is what we, you know. This is what we demand, and the and and the defense uh, says this is what we need. Blah blah blah, and they come to an agreement, which is a contract. The problem that happened here, according to, to McCarthy, is that this was not an adversarial uh, relationship. That the Justice Department is essentially on the same side as the defense. Right. So, so because they are in on the scam, and 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 the um, the Justice Department and the President's son conspired to orchestrate a plea deal that would allow. That, listen to what this deal would have done. Would allow Hunter Biden to not only escape prison and uh, escape prison for these uh, seemingly uh, uh, misdemeanors, but he would also be given immunity from future prosecution over all the Biden family business of cashing in on. So essentially, they were saying that was part of the agreement, but what it was on, like, you know, paragraph 55, you know, way down buried deep in it. And saying that that if he agrees to this, he's done for the rest of his life. He's gold. He walks. And the judge said, hold on a second. What are we doing here? You know, that, that, yeah. that, that and, and, and so, and uh, Judge Norica, who, God bless her, she acted with independence and integrity, declining to let the Biden family and the Biden Justice Department, not adversaries, but on the same team, turn yes. her into a rubber stamp for their corruption. And uh, yeah. part of what can make a plea bargain, a sweetheart plea bargain, 
is 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 no longer the case at this point. She is she is forcing the issue, and it obviously remains to be seen how how it will be rewritten yeah, yeah, and redone yeah. and re renegotiated. But that's that's to come. But that's what's been going on. And to go back to one other thing, the media it doesn't exist. Oh no no I I I, I don't know which uh, uh, show uh, we we had house guest here recently. And um, uh, my uh, special girl, she loves to watch Fox News. She really does. She she gets up and, you know, this is my precious uh, Down syndrome daughter. Fox News, please. <laughs> and I go, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 we'll turn it on Fox News, darling. And uh, which is no problem for me. Well, we had some other house guests this past week. And uh, I, I, literally, I didn't want them to have cardiac arrest. And so I thought I'd be accommodating. And uh, so I said to my special daughter, I think we're going to watch CNN today. Hmm. I said, no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I watch it a lot. Let's turn it on CNN. So we turn it on CNN. And the next thing you know, there is somebody saying, well, of course, of course, uh, we expected this to happen with Judge Mary Ellen Noreka, who happens to be a, a, a Trump appointment. Well, look a little further, uh, please, journalist, and you'll find that Judge Mary Ellen Noreka is a registered Democrat. You will also find, by the way, I found this amusing, that she has a master's before she got her doctorates in jurisprudence in biology from Columbia University. And I'd like to suggest to you, Philip, that she can smell a rat a mile away. <laughs> That's right. That's scientific. <laughs> <laughs> she saw many of them in the laboratory. You betcha. You, you know, and I mean, for her to see what they have done, how they did indeed just move that 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 one section, you know, completely. Uh, it was basically it was basically hid, and and now of course they're going to be able, and 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 that's what happened. She said, you know, are you going to be doing further investigation? Well, the DOJ couldn't say they they, they they weren't going to be doing it because that's been their whole thing, you know, with Congress. Oh, yeah, we're continuing the investigation. We're continuing. Yes, an, an ongoing investigation which will just disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the importance, though, of this exposure and indeed what is being done uh, 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 um, uh, with Comer's uh, group, et cetera, et cetera, is the fact that both Devin Archer and Hunter Biden, as far as we know, neither one of them filed as a lobbyist or agent as a foreign power under the FARA, the FARA, the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Now, you know what the penalty is? The penalty, potentially, for willful violation. And boy, oh boy, at least on the surface of it, culpability is all over the place. The, 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 the violation uh, is imprisonment for not more than five years and several fines, etc., etc., etc. So this whole thing is starting to unravel. 
Well, maybe there's a little hope here. You know, you and I were speaking uh, uh, privately the other day and going yeah. back to the, you, you asked me what do I think is going to happen with the media if this thing does finally explode and the, and the DOJ and the, yeah. uh, you know, the administration, they, 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 you know, the dam breaks, as it were. Yeah. If, if, if indeed that happens, um, uh, I, you asked me uh, what do I think or how do I think the media will respond. Um, you know, and, and my, my, my thought to you, and I still believe this, mm -hmm. uh, it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts too, is, is the media in this country, the corporate-owned media, which is an arm of the Democratic Party, or maybe the Democratic Party is an arm of the media, I, I you know, don't know which is which, <laughs> they will never, they will never, you know, ABC, NBC, all these people sit there and say, boy, did we blow this. We made a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. Oh, mea culpa, mea culpa. They will never do that. Mm -mm. What I'm, I'm, I'm curious, but my, my instinct is that they will continue to find a way to keep coming out smelling like a rose. Like, well, there were, this happened, meaning not my fault, not my fault. I, I didn't do it. It was something else, a way of always deflecting any public self uh, awareness or self, uh, you know, uh, self criticism, you know, to to uh, to actually come out and say that we we will have blown this. So I, I think it's going to be really yeah. interesting yeah. if and when the dam breaks is to see how the media actually plays this. Well, and and you're so right. They're gonna they're gonna play every card imaginable. Uh, uh, certainly, there 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 is no question with uh, Devon Archer. Uh, that the press will say he's a convicted criminal, he's a liar. Uh, ergo, he is an unreliable witness, right. and you know you just simply can't take his word on anything. He really has very little to gain, uh, as far as I can tell. <laughs> no, he's uh, going to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he he was convicted uh, actually a year ago, last February, on on fraud. It's it's kind of interesting uh, background on that. <laughs> he participated to defraud a. Native American, a Native American tribe of sixty million dollars <laughs> through a fraud bond scam, and wait, and this and this is Hunter Biden's <laughs> buddy and, oh, yeah. and business partner. There's a couple of stand-up guys, right? Oh, oh yeah, no, a along along with the guy who sits in the White House, another stand-up guy. Yeah, and I loved it. I loved it when one of the Fox reporters, who's the young kid, who's Dad does the morning show. I can't think of his name right now, but when he asked the president, I think it was in 2019, about this granddaughter that he had that uh, uh, you know no, nobody knows about, and and uh, you know, of course, the president responded in 2019. That's a private matter. You're a real classy guy for asking that. And I thought, no, who the real classy guy is, is your brother. I mean, your son, who went and involved himself in a situation. And don't you love the sympathy card that they're playing now coming out and recognizing Navy as their seventh grandchild? The timing on it is beautiful, isn't it? The timing is that they couldn't hide it anymore. So they, with the media being as sympathetic as to a loving family, they, you know, you slip it out. It was, it, it was yesterday, wasn't it? 
you know, what do they call it? A document <laughs> dump on a Friday. You know, yeah. oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 I would love to have heard them say, oh, you know what? We do have, we forgot. We have a good, <laughs> I would love to have heard that. At not, 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 not that we've been, we've been lying to protect ourselves all this time and that, and that the jig is up at this moment and there's no way out. There's no other way out. I would love to have heard them say, you know, oh, oh, that's right. Maybe forgot forgot that little one yeah oh yeah yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah well and, and, and of course you know just because the left wants to accuse anyone one inch right of center of uh, continually uh, 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 living in the realm of conspiracy theories uh, here's a new one for us to throw out to them it may be the fact that they're recognizing navy now because she may offer them a new name for one of the new LLCs where money is coming in. <laughs> you know? Yeah, hey, na- let- n- yeah Navy Inc. Yeah, we, can, we can stash some millions of dollars there, too. Yeah, exactly. We, we got we to spread the wealth around and, and, yeah. keep, and, and, and keep her shut up, by the way. You know, yeah, she doesn't yeah. talk too much, but you know, we, got, yeah. we got to make sure that she's taken well, care of. Well, and God, so, God, anyway. God bless Hunter Biden. He's just a private citizen like you and me and uh you know i i wish i had the secret service entourage he has to show up at court but uh it's uh you know i i, I, I before you move into your ps philip because this this could become a long show I I just want to say it, it. Well, I can it, pass on my PS. If, 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 that, no, seriously, that's that's yeah. no problem. If, if yeah. you you you, you well, indicated I, to me it, earlier that you wanted to uh, to uh, say something, so please, please go. Well, ahead. we we have touched we, on. We it. stay loose here. We, we we yeah, we do indeed. <laughs> and and we've touched on it, Philip. But I I just I woke up this morning again thinking, let me let me take a peek at this, Section Four of Article Two of the United States Constitution. The president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, here's the definition of bribery, Philip, from the Oxford uh, Dictionary. To persuade someone to act in one's favor, typically illegal or dishonestly, by a gift of money or other inducement. I want to remind our audience that in January 23, 2018, and I remember the day like it was yesterday, there Biden was bragging, boasting in front of the Council on Foreign Relations, essentially bragging to them that he had strong-armed the Ukraine into firing its top prosecutor in his own words with a video camera rolling. He described how he threatened the Ukrainian president, Petro Poroshenko, in, in March 2016, and Obama was going to pull out a billion dollars of loan money, and it would send the former Soviet Republic toward insolvency. And, of course, the one thing he didn't share at the time 
the real critical piece of information with everyone that Biden must have known this, that he didn't mention to his audience, that the prosecutor he got fired was leading a wide-ranging corruption probe into Burmisa's, the natural gas firm Burisma Holdings, that had employed both Devon and and Hunter Biden uh, 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 as board members, they were collecting $166,000 a month at one point in time. And all what that was going on was nothing more, nothing less than what is euphemism for bribery, and that is influence peddling. And again, what is the definition of that? the use of one's position or political influence on someone's behalf in exchange for money or favors. You know, you take it a step further, what we were talking about earlier, you, bribery, influence peddling, and what uh, Congressman Comer, the banking, uh, yep. uh, when they were talking about the banking thing, uh, or, or, all of that kind of uh, stuff of, 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 of uh, you know, shell companies and, uh, you know, stashing money here and, you know, so it is untraceable. You know what that is? Let's add racketeering to yeah. that. That is racketeering. So we have bribery, influence peddling, and racketeering. And the media says, huh? Yes. What? Yeah. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. You know, many years ago, just before we, before we yeah. get out of here, many years ago, uh, uh, in my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a musician, and many years ago, back in, in New York, we used to, I, I used to uh, back a singer, very good, legit singer, and we would play a lot of clubs. Uh, in Brooklyn and, and, and Queens, and yeah. uh, many of them were mafia joints. They were joints, yeah. um, you know. And uh, it, 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 the fun thing was on a Friday night, uh, you know, you know, some of the some of the boys would be there with their girlfriend, and then the next night they'd be there with their wives. But that's a whole different. Thing. <laughs> that was that was just fun to watch. But you know what? One time, one time, we had a guy, a guy come up to the uh, singer, yeah. and just the words he said. Uh, in a nice way, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, but but yeah. it's exactly what is going on with the Biden thing. Yeah. That you said in, in 2018 uh, at at the Council of Foreign Relations, the guy came up, said to our singer, "Hey Joe, do the right thing and play mala femina. Do the right thing." <laughs> That's exactly. And this is a mob guy. This is exactly yeah. what the Bidens are doing. What they, what they have done, the strong arm, and, 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 and under the guise of huge threats. Yeah. Do the right thing, yeah. or else. That's you, what's going on here. That's what we've come to with the guy sitting in the White House. And, and, and he's just old sweet Joe from Scranton. I don't think so. Well, he's sweet Joy, uh, Joe, Joe from Scranton, who um, came from modest means, but fell into a ton load of money, didn't he? Yeah. A ton of it. And we know where it's coming, and the money trail is being followed. Hey, give us, uh, uh, real quickly, your, your, your heroine, our mutual one, because it, again, is all part of our subject today. Yeah, just to mention her name again, yeah. this is, uh, you know, uh, uh, her name is Judge Mary Ellen Norica. I uh, hope mm -hmm. I'm pronouncing that right. Yes, N -O -R -E -I -K -A, I think it is. N-O-R-E-I-K-A yeah. uh, yeah. in, 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 in Delaware, and uh, a Democrat, uh, 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 yeah. a 
promoted to the bench by uh, uh, by uh, uh, President Trump. And uh, this was someone, as they said, wasn't in on the plan. And this was an independent judge who looked at all of this and said, wait a minute, something yeah. going on. So her just doing her job in what seems to me a, a, a nonpartisan judicial uh, way uh, uh, upholding the law. And so she, uh, you and I agreed, she is our heroine for this week. And let's just see how this plays out. Amen and amen. And um, I mean, I'm just praying that uh, this whole thing won't go into the great black hole uh, that uh, Biden and company would like for it to. I don't. I don't think it is. The 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 accumulative uh, evidence is becoming overwhelming. Uh, well, let's hope. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's it exactly. There it is, dear friends. The old school bell, anachronistic as it is, but it is a good way to remind us that it's time to wrap it up. And Philip and I, here on entering stage right, will be staying on this with the behind closed doors testimony of Devin Archer taking place on Monday. So till next week, folks. Regardless of what is going on in this crazy, topsy-turvy world of ours, we do live in a great country. It's a free country. We intend on keeping it that way, and we've got so much to be thankful for. We're thankful for you, dear listeners. So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and... Philip Charles McKenzie. Inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right.